Thank you for listening to our Faith Temple, NFPOG, broadcast. If you would like more information about us, you can visit our website at www.ftnfcog.org. We are also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just type Faith Temple, NFCOG in the search. salvation through the precious blood of Jesus. Spirit, have your way. God, you do what seemeth good in your sight. Let the word go out. Let somebody be constrained to you. Let somebody, Father, come running, crying, men and brethren, what must I do to be saved? Father, we lift you up. We magnify you. We glorify you. God, we humble our hearts in your presence on tonight. We're so thankful, Father. Yea, God, for just you being God. Thank you, God, for salvation through the precious blood of Jesus. You count us worthy, Father, to be saved. But God, this night we desire someone else. Yea, God, to cry holy. We desire someone else to know who you are. We thank you, God, that only you, you said no man can come. Unless you draw them. So Father I pray tonight. Draw them by your spirit. And draw them by your power. God you know. Yeah God let the prayer go out. Let the word go out. Let somebody. Hear you Father. Disturb the heart. Disturb the mind. Disturb the spirit. God don't even rest. Don't even let them rest content. Yea, God, in this part, yea, God, of the vineyard, yea, God, let them know, God, that when they pass this place, uh, there's something going on. Let them be constrained to this house. Uh, draw them by your divine power. Only you can do it. We thank you, Father. We bless your name in advance uh, for what you're going to do. Uh, touch, heal, and deliver. Deliver somebody in their body on this week. Uh, Somebody's been carrying affliction, God. And I pray, Father, let every affliction, let every sickness, let every disease, let every malady, let it go down now beneath the power of the blood. We believe you. You told us in your word with God that all things are possible. God, we believe that word and we stand upon it. Hey, God, let your people, God, appropriate their faith on this week. Uh, yeah. Hey, God, let them reach beyond themselves uh, and touch you. Uh, God, we thank you. Uh, we bless your name. Uh, Father, open up your word. Uh, touch somebody through your word tonight. Uh, and we thank you. And we bless your name in advance uh, for what you're going to do. Uh, we count it done now. Through Christ Jesus, our Lord. People of God, say amen. Amen and thank God. You might be seated momentarily in the presence of this mighty God that we serve. I'm indeed glad to be here on tonight. And I perceive that you're somewhat tired in your bodies, but that's to be expected. Amen. I told Eldon, Amen, Lance, that Amen, only tired people come to church. Everybody else is getting their rest. Is that right? Only tired folk come to church. Thank God for the faithful people, amen, that come. I know coming every night, coming every night, amen, puts the taxing spirit upon your body. But this is what crusade is all about. Is that right? Now, crusade is a little bit different from revival. Revival is for the saints. Amen. For the saints to be renewed and to be stirred in their spirit and in their body. But, 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 but crusade is for those who don't know who Jesus is. Crusade reaches beyond the walls of the church and reaches into the community. And that's why scripture says, go ye into the highways and the hedges and compare.
compel them to come. Amen. That is what crusade is all about. And we're here. We're the saints here tonight. And I'm praying that you will get, amen, some drippings tonight. Amen. Now, I look at it this way. What uh, those that are not here, what they don't receive, you receive. Is that right? Yeah. Amen. Amen. I still, I still stand on it. I witnessed it. Amen. Through the years, my daddy used to tell the church, when the when, when the church catch on fire, the world will come to see burn. I saw that, and I, I, I guard, I'm very guarded what I'm getting ready to say. Mother Grant and I, we were talking about this on the way to church. That, that I guess we came up in a time where, amen. We just allowed the Holy Ghost. To, to have its way. I can never remember my daddy making an announcement. Amen. He didn't uh, get out into the community. But he just allowed the Holy Ghost to fall into the midst of the saints. And people came into the house of God. I witnessed that. And I, I, I'm still looking for that. Amen. Because the Bible said, except the Lord build the house. Amen. The Lord's got to build the house. They that labor, labor in vain. And I'm not, you know, please, please, I'm not uh, speaking against uh, announcements and the live streaming. We need that. That's the day and time we live. That's the, that's the media that, 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 that we are exposed to today. What I am saying, don't let that be primary. Let the Holy Ghost move in the midst of the saints. Amen. So yeah. the Lord can do the drawing. Yeah. Amen. I thank God for that. I hope you will accept that even as the Lord directed me to say that on tonight. Because when you look around, it can be a little discouraging, discouraging if you will, if you allow it to. Amen. You don't, the devil don't have any power unless you allow him to have that power. Understand that, son. If we give in to it, if we, amen, become discouraged, by what we see, amen, then the Lord cannot have his way in the midst of the people. Amen. The Bible says, while we look not at the things which are seen, but we look at the things which are not seen. The things which are seen, they are temporal, but the things which are not seen, the Bible says they are eternal. Ah, hallelujah. Saints of God, we can't look at temporal thing. We look at eternal things because God we serve, he is eternal. I got the eternal man. I got life down on the inside. And Jesus said, Behold, I am alive. I once was dead. But now I am alive. And if we have him inside us, we are alive. Somebody tell the Lord, thank you. Amen. As I said that, we're going to Oh, Mother Beulah Bailey, amen, used to tell the sense. Put your hands together and tell the Lord, thank you. Just had that little spirit on me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. We're going to get into the word. As I said, amen. I'm in crusade mode. Amen. The Lord, I'm not in revival mode. I'm in crusade mode. But if I'm in crusade mode, you can get some dripping off. So you can get you can, get, you, can, you can get some leftovers, is that right? Sometimes leftovers are good, is that right? Amen, amen. I don't refuse leftovers for Pastor Paul. Amen. Leftovers taste better sometimes than the first the first serve. Is that right? God knows it's so. So thanks to God, we're not going to share anything you don't know. Amen, amen. But I do believe through the word of God, you can go higher and you can go deeper. Is that right? Amen. If the word don't get in you, you have nothing to live by. You have nothing to stand upon. Would you stand at the reading of God's word? I ask for your indulgence. And as I said, I have a couple of passages of scripture. Amen. And I'm reminded I was in Georgia. Amen. Teaching the Bible Institute. We're in Amen. Old Testament 1. We're talking about Ezra. The people, amen, were so concerned about the word of God. They stood from morning to midday. Why well, Ezra read the word of God. And I, I begin to think within my spirit, if I would ask the saints today to stand from morning to midday, I would lose some along the way. All right. 
chapter 2. Let me begin reading at the 32nd verse, Acts chapter 2, verse 32. Acts chapter 2, verse 32. The word of God reads this, Jesus hath God raised up where we are, we all are witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he hath shed forth this, which ye now see and hear. David is not ascended into the heavens, but he said uh, himself, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand until I make thy foes thy footstool. Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus whom he hath crucified, both Lord and Christ. Yes. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. And said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter said unto them, Repent! Be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the same, for the remedy, for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Amen. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Now let's just go a few chapters forward to chapter 17. I won't be as long here as I was there. Amen. Chapter 17, verse 25. Chapter 17, verse 25. Neither is worship with men's hands, though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things. And hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth. And hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. That they should seek the Lord. If happily they uh, might feel after him and find him. Though he be not far from every one of us. In him we live and move and have our being. Yes, as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. God bless the uh, preaching, God bless the teaching of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. You might be seated in the presence of God. The Lord dropped a song in my spirit. Mother Grace Washington used to stand uh, periodically when she testified. This was our experience in Baltimore years ago. She would stand and sing this song, Amen. God is already here. Can't you feel his presence? Amen. He's already here. All you have to do is open up your heart. Amen. God is already here. That's the Subject we're going to use for this text tonight. God is already here. Do you believe that, Saints? God is already. Now, that takes a certain amount of faith for you to amen, believe that and know that. Amen. Yeah, yeah. The altar has been amen, saturated. Embedded with prayers. Yes. Tears of supplication have been poured out. It should be a, a, a heightened sense of expectation. This week. Yes, yes. And then we know that, 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 that this house has been dedicated. It's been set aside. For the Lord to, to, to work as he desires to work. You got to know this. You got to know this. This is going to be a part of your experience. I heard Mother praying tonight and the word of God said, My people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray. Seek my face and turn 
from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins. And I will heal the land. If we know these things, we should already know that God is Now, 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 that, that, that should mean something to you when we say God is here. All you have to do is touch him. All you have to do is open your heart. You don't have to, amen, call him down. You don't have to, amen, bring him up. He's here. <laughs> Somebody tell the Lord, thank you. God is already here. I believe that is, is, is a concurrent theme that runs through these passages of scripture. Say sometimes we need to let our minds run. And I I do that sometimes. I say to my what must it have been uh, on the day of Pentecost? When the Holy Ghost power fell. Allow your mind, allow the spirit. There must have been something going in the upper room. And by comparison, it was only 120. But there were more there for the Passover than there was in the upper room. But the Holy Ghost allowed, amen, the power of the Spirit to the street. And everybody was gathered from far country, but they heard him speak. This was their convincing moment that this is not business. I do believe when the people hit the door, they should know that business is not usual in faith. There should be a, a spirit that they feel upon any sanctuary that something is going to happen that does not happen in other places. Hallelujah. Can the church of God save you? And I just, I just believe that when the Holy Ghost fell, amen, they knew there was something different going on. So much so that this same Peter that ran from, amen, the confrontation, amen, now he stands boldly and begins to speak. I believe the saints of God are empowered with the Holy Ghost. You should stand in be no amen uneasiness. Should be no shyness. Should be no amen. I can't do that with the power of the Holy Ghost working on you. God is already here. Already. Peter had to get this Jesus straight now. Yeah. This very one that they crucified, letting them know that God had made him and raised him rather than amen. He took his rightful place. Same one that was crucified. This is the Lord and Christ. Yeah. Yes. He is the sovereign God. Yes. Amen. Peter, you see, you can't be mealy mouth when you want to uh, 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 deal with the devil. Amen. Peter, uh, talk to him right straight. You wicked one, you the one that crucified him. Amen. Amen. Stripped him there. He is the sovereign God. He is the anointed one. Amen. Can the church of God say thank, thank God. When Peter, amen, got finished, amen, with this message about this Jesus that we serve, the Bible says they were pricked in their heart. Not only, amen, I believe the sinner should be pricked in the heart, but the saints, when they hear the word of God, they should be pricked in their heart. Because now the word of God challenges. The word of God doesn't come to make us feel. Amen. It's too much feeling good in the house of God as it is. Because when you don't feel good, amen, you won't do anything. But I'm talking about the Holy Ghost that will push you when you don't feel like doing stuff. Amen. The devil would tell you one thing, but say, no, devil, I'm going to do it anyway because I know this is the will of the Lord. Yeah. Amen. So Peter now, so Peter now begins to, amen, talk to him, and they come to a conclusion that says, men and brethren, yes, yes. what shall 
we do. You see, the word of God should leave a challenge at the doorstep. You need to do something about the word of God. Just don't let it lay there. I used to tell, amen, the elders at the church, amen, Baltimore, you haven't preached until you challenge God's people to do something. And when you challenge them to do something, then they can grow. And then they can mature. Yeah. So Peter's word was so effective through the Holy Ghost. Yeah. That these that did not believe, they said, what shall we do? And Peter said, now repent. That's the first step. Repent. Whether you're saved or not, if you misstep, it is time for repentance. People of God, we don't live so holy that we can't go back and tell the Lord, I'm sorry. I didn't do things like you wanted me to do things. So, Father, forgive me. And if you're coming to the Lord, repentance is just a change of mind. Change of attitude. Amen. I know I've been sinning and I love sinning. Amen. But now I've heard the word of God and the word of God speaks against sin. So now I'm, I find myself, amen, weighing in the balance. And I am found wanting. And I need somebody to pray for me. Thank you, Jesus. Peter says, repent and be baptized every one of you. Now they've made a doctrine out of Acts 2, 30. But let me rightly divide what, amen, Acts 2, 38 says. Peter is not talking about, amen, this being a doctrine for you to live by. But you must understand, amen, the mindset of the people in Jerusalem. They had mocked Christ. They had called him, amen, the son of the devil, Beelzebub, if you will. They called him a wine bibber. They told, they talked about him going into the house of sinners and a breaking bread and Jews did not do that, if you will. Amen. They called out Christ at every amen turn to let him know what he was doing wrong according to the law. And now this very Christ that they, amen, put down, now Peter is asking them, I want you to be baptized in this public arena so everybody will know that the same Christ that you put down and talked about, now you are accepting him as your Lord and as your Savior. It is much like the sacrament of the church baptism. I am willing to let everybody know that what God has done on the inside, I'm willing to display it, amen, on the outside. Hallelujah. Can the church of God say amen? So these same ones, amen, that talked about Christ, now Peter saying repent and be baptized so everybody in the city will know now you are accepting this Lord and this Christ. God is already here. I haven't got to my point yet. I'm just leading up to it. If you will be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And Peter said, you shall, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Anybody know the Holy Ghost is a gift? Aren't you glad about the gift? I was taught, and I know that it's true, more so now than ever before. You don't have to pray for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You don't have to tarry for the Holy Ghost. I know they tarry in, amen, the upper room. Can you hear what I'm saying? Because Jesus said, stay right there. Amen. Tarry means to Mm, it does mean to wait. But it is a gift. And when you rejoice and when you're happy about the gift of sanctification or the grace of sanctification, the gift of the Holy Ghost will come down and you will begin to speak 
in other tongues as the Spirit of God give utterance. It is a gift, saints of God. Somebody said the Holy Ghost. Amen. Do you have the Holy Ghost abiding down on the inside? That is your empowerment. That is your endowment. Yes, it is to live, to work, and to be led by the power of God. Jesus said, now it's time for me to go away. But I'm going to send another comforter. He's not going to talk of himself, but he's going to speak of me. So the Holy Ghost is Christ's it's Christ's presence in the church. Hallelujah. Let me get to my verse in question. The 39th verse. For the promise is unto you. Amen. And to your children. Listen to this. The promise is to you and to your children. Do you believe that? It's not shut up just for us, but it's for our sons. It's for our daughters. It's for our grandchildren. It is for our great-grandchildren. Do you believe that? I believe granddaddy. My granddaddy prayed for his seed. Yes. Yes. Amen. To be sanctified and baptized with the Holy Ghost. I do believe that. Oh, yes, I do. Peter tells us some more information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to all that are afar. Yeah, yeah. You see empty seats here tonight. Those are the ones that are far off. They may not hear my voice like you hear my voice. And let me draw from my experience. I used to see my daddy walk down the empty aisles and lay his hands on every pew, asking God to fill the pews. I did it in Baltimore, and I saw God fill every pew. And I'm asking you to do the same thing, because God is already here. The presence of God is here. All you have to do is believe that God is able to fill the house. Again, it's not what you see. It is not, it's not what you see, but it's not what you're looking at. Can the church of God Say amen. Yeah, even as many as the Lord shall call. Do you do the calling? God does the calling. All you got to do is exercise the gift that God has placed down on you. Church, don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. He is already here. Don't stop fasting, church. He's already here. Don't stop calling on him. He's already here. We need to declare some stuff in the house of God. Do you hear what I'm saying? I stand upon what Jesus said in his word. He said, go teach all nations. He said, these signs shall follow them that believe. Watch what Jesus said. In my name, they're going to cast out devils. In my name, they shall speak with new tongues. And if they drink anything deadly, it shall not hurt them. The Bible says they shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall recover. I empower you, saints of God. That is the for you. If you have the Holy Ghost, you can lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. That is what Jesus left on record. Why? Because God, the God I serve, is already, he's already here. He's just waiting for somebody to believe him. I heard the word of God say, God is a spirit. And he seeketh such uh, to worship him in spirit and truth. In a few more minutes, uh, God's got to call them. Nobody 
former pastor used to say, now, you cannot eat man, skin a fish before we catch it. Now, I'm living in Florida. It's hot in Florida. But when we come to church, like we come to church. And I said, let them come on and let them hear the word of God. And don't let anybody begin to talk about them and mock them for what they have on you used to be the same way <laughs> yourself. My bishop said, now let the saints set the example. When they see your example, they will want to fall in in their life. But you hold them to your example. Now we have Paul. Apostle Paul. He goes to Athens, apostle to the Gentiles, Mars Hill in particular. And upon entering the city, he sees all these monuments that have been reared to the unknown God and to the known gods. Paul said, I perceive that you're too superstitious. Yeah, yeah. Paul takes that opportunity yeah. to talk to them about the unknown God. Yes. They didn't want to miss anybody. Yes. People serving amen gods out there, yes. but we're serving the true yes. and the living yes. God. Yes. All the other gods, they're dead. Yes. But the God that we serve, yes. Yes. he is yes. alive. Paul lets him know in the 24th verse that he is alive and he is the one that made the world and all things therein. He really don't dwell in temples. But he dwells in the flesh, the heart of men and women. There's another song that Mother Washington used to sing. When I look at you, I see the glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But again, this house yes, was set aside yes. for God to dwell in. Yes, yes. We know that from the temple that Amen Solomon built. And after God finished Amen, giving Solomon the promise, he says, now my eyes will be attentive and my ears will be open in this house. So I say to you tonight, Faith Temple, God's eyes are tender and his ears are open in this house because he's already I feel a little quick y'all gonna see the results of this we're gonna have some faith believers don't take but a few if memory serves me correct God said Abraham and Sarah was a nation they were a nation, didn't even have a child. That's right. God, God that we serve. Yeah. Yeah. And Paul said, now let's get to the nitty gritty. I know I didn't say that, but let's get down to brass tacks. He's not working with men's hands as though he needed anything. He gives breath like all things. Yeah. I know we have rage and open. He doesn't need that. No, he does not. Because the Bible said he's, he's searching for them that will worship him in spirit and in truth. Let me open that up. I got a little paragraph I started for position paper called Amen, True Worship. If you having to worship him already before you got here. Your hands mean nothing. Your feet means nothing. Spirit means that he is abiding down on the inside. Not only is he abiding, but you are obedient to the spirit that is down on the inside. Because you understand the kingdom of God is his 
divine rule in all facets of your life. That is worshiping God in spirit. When you go to make a purchase, God is this the right time for me to buy this? Is this the right time for me to sign the contract? Should I go here today? Or should I go there today? We come under the divine rule of God. God, what is your will for me this day? Have any of y'all had God change your agenda for the day? Well, that is worshiping God in spirit. You recognize there's somebody that leads and somebody that guides you. Then in truth, you are obedient. You hold the word of God in high esteem. This is your rule of life. This is what you walk by. This is what you talk by. This is what you live by. You are living to soar. You're known and read of all men. If you're not worshiping God through this book, If you're not worshiping God in spirit and in truth, you open your mouth means nothing. If you don't understand that, understand this. We told mom and dad, I'm going to obey you. I won't do that no more. All the while, I already what I was going to do to have my way. Well, if we don't, we're not obedient to God. We tell God the same thing. And then we go out and do whatever we want to do. You disregard this great God that we serve. He seeks such. He's searching somebody that will worship him in spirit and in truth. I tell the church of God, it's true. We all have been guilty of this. If we didn't consult God first, we wouldn't be sometime in the financial situations that we're in. We fail to recognize that God knows what's down the road before we get there. Should I spend this money? Or should I save it? Hallelujah. How? And he made of one blood all nations of men to dwell on the face of the earth. That simply means God had not made any difference between who you are, where you come from, what color you are. All God is looking for is somebody that will be humble, somebody that will be obedient. Understand this great God. He already knows. He's already determined the bounds or the limit of our livelihood here, of our very life existence. That's what that scripture means. You cannot see it, but there is a date upon all of our heads. It says, the date says, this is the day that your life will whether we be short or whether we be long, live to the glory of God, walk in holiness, walk in righteousness. So when He calls you, you will be ready. Just save the table. The 27th verse is where I want to get to. If God has already predestined us, we all that we should seek. There's not much seeking God these days. We want to come to church and jump and shout. We want to come to church and hear the music. Nothing wrong with the music. Thank God for the music. We won't go unless there's a crowd. But it's time for the house of God to seek those that are saved. And even those that are not saved, it is time to seek. What does seek mean? I'm searching for. I mean, I'm listening for. God, God, I told the church in India and Atlantic, God is not in the familiar places. 
to find him. But now he's in the unfamiliar places. Thank you, Jesus. Old Grant stood this past Sunday and told the church, forget the what, forget the where, forget the when, forget the how, but concentrate on the who. If we seek God, will be answered. We ask, when is this going to happen? How is that going to happen? This, that, the other. I'm concentrating elder on the who. I'm walking through the house listening to the voice of God. Because he said he would speak. And I'm watching, I'm waiting for the voice of God to speak. Because when I first moved to Florida, In that vein, not since 2006, has he spoken to me since, yeah, but not in that vein. But somehow or another, somehow or another, I believe he wants to say something, and I'm being attentive. Are you attentive, church, to what he's saying? Uh, that says it will happen. Uh, I'm, I'm 
God. Nothing says that I should. That finance doesn't say that I should. I'm talking church finances. I'm talking about people. Nothing should say that God is here tonight.
scripture. See, we believe this is salvation scripture. This is going to do somebody some good tonight. Turn your Bible to Romans 10. This is nothing new, y'all. This is old stuff here. I'm at Romans 10 and 5. Moses described it, the righteousness which is of the law. That the man which doeth those things shall live by it. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in thine heart, who shall ascend into heaven. Bishop, you don't have to go into heaven tonight. Hallelujah. Whoa. That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep. That is to bring up Christ. Okay. Elder, you don't have to go down in hell. And bring him up. He already snatched those keys. Can the church of God say amen? Now, the enemy wants to attack on the 
Right side, left side. The devil is a liar. You know, if, 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 if the enemy can take the head out, the, the body has no hope. So the enemy wants to take me and this I'm not even gonna stand here and begin to uh, tell you what the devil tried to do in my body. That's not it. But I stand before you tonight. Free! Hallelujah! Yes. I'm not only tell my wife how I feel.
that they may worship and praise God like they did in the first century, that the world can see the rejoicing and praising God. I commanded this so. Say you have no power here, but God is here. Yes. And we take authority over you. We take authority over every thought, every bad feeling, every aching pain, everything that disturbs the body. We take authority over it right now. Because you're already here. Because everywhere Jesus walked, he gave life. Only life. I speak life. I speak health. I speak deliverance for the body and for the soul. In the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It is so. In Jesus' name. It is so. In Jesus' name. It is so. And it is done. Somebody tell the Lord, thank you. Somebody tell the Lord, thank you. Somebody tell the Lord, thank you.